News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. Oh, what a good blast from the past. Buddy Holly, Peggy Sue starting us off on another cold morning across Saskatchewan. Um, and sadly, it was 63 years ago that uh, Buddy Holly uh, lost his life in that plane crash after performing um, on their tour across the U.S. Midwest along with uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, Big Bopper. Just one of those music historical moments that we sometimes uh, think about. Certainly people in my generation. You know what I can recall as a small boy? Um, I would have only been four or five years old at the time. But there was a tribute song came out. Can't recall the artist off the top of my head right now. Uh, but I remember my sister had the 45, this tribute song. I think it was called Three Stars. And it was all about looking up in the night sky and seeing the three stars shining bright. Uh, tribute song to Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and Big Bopper. Funny, the things you can remember from your, your childhood days. And then you get to that point in life where stuff from 60 years ago seems so clear and vivid. And stuff from yesterday <laughs> is more foggy than anything. Okay, hey, guess what? I got one more 4 o'clock wake up tomorrow morning. It'll be my last day here on the CKOM Morning Show. Talk about bittersweet. Um, you know, s some part of my brain is so excited about the future, uh, but some part of my brain is also sad, um, knowing that I've had this uh, wonderful position for all these years here at CKOM and uh, sharing my day uh, with thousands of people around this great city and around this uh, great province as well. Uh, so we're going to have some fun tomorrow morning. But I just want to thank everyone who has uh, taken time out to uh, send me an email, uh, send me a text, uh, make a post on my show page on Facebook, and handwritten cards and letters that I've received. You know, it's inspired me to think uh, for uh, the next phase in my life, I'm going to make more of an effort to improve my handwriting <laughs> because my handwriting is, is just atrocious. But there's just, to me, no better feeling than uh, getting a card, a letter, a note from somebody who has sat down and taken the time uh, to put their thoughts down on paper. And for those people who have done that, I really, really do appreciate that. It's 16 minutes after 6 o'clock. We've got lots to talk about today. David Phillips, Environment Canada Senior Climatologist. It's going to be my last hurrah with David. Uh, man, he is just such a uh, wonderful, warm human being and has been a big part of my show and, and countless radio shows across this great country of ours for so many years. Uh, David's going to check in with us here in about an hour's time. Of course, we'll uh, find out what he's thinking for February. I can tell you right now, we've got an extreme cold warning still in place for about two-thirds of the province here this morning, but we've got above normal temperatures. We've got plus temperatures potentially coming our way. And uh, speaking of a blast from the past, it's been so sweet since I announced I was leaving the morning show. Uh, the number of people that I hadn't heard from in years that have reached out, former co-workers, um, business owners, listeners, yeah, just people that you cross paths with um, over the course of your lifetime and your career, 
And I do believe I've got a, another one of those people that is going to touch base with me here coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. It's 17 after 6. So, yes, uh, Premier Scott Moe putting out a video on Twitter last night. We'll talk a little bit about that as it certainly appears more and more that we're going to see the end of the uh, vaccine mandate and the uh, negative testing mandate in this province potentially any day is the sense you get here. We know that they would end anyway at the end of February. Uh, We'll talk more about what the uh, Premier had to say and uh, share some of that uh, audio with you through the course of the morning here down in Ottawa. They are expecting more protesters on Parliament Hill on the weekend as the people in that community continue to be frustrated with what's happening. I see the mayor of Ottawa calling out conservative MPs, calling out Kevin Waugh for uh, his support of what's going on with this protest in Ottawa. Kevin Waugh is going to be on with Gormley a little bit later on here this morning as well. It's just about 19 minutes after 6 o'clock. Gosh, can't remember the last time I heard Crystal Gale. Don't make my brown eyes blue. Morning, Brent Lux with you. It's another cold morning, Thursday, third day of February. Boy, you look at the uh, Canadian men's soccer team. What a week they've had. So a week ago, um, where were they? Honduras. Yeah, they were a week ago tonight, they were in Honduras and got the win. And then they flew back to Canada. They played in Hamilton and beat the Americans this past Sunday. Then last night, they were back in El Salvador and got another win. Whew, talk about jet lag. Uh, 2-0 win over El Salvador last night as they continue to roll along towards the World Cup of Soccer. I think more and more people are going to be start paying attention to this. I know the hardcore soccer fans are certainly on board with it, but all of a sudden I think a lot of fringe people, myself included, would go, hmm, I better check out one of these games. Uh, next game, though, it's a while away, uh, March 24th. Their next game up against uh, Costa Rica at 645, 15 away from 7. Well, we know that there is going to be an end coming by the sounds of things very soon uh, to the proof of vaccination mandate in our province and proof of negative testing. If you missed it, our Premier was on Twitter last night. Here's what he had to say. Hi, everyone. There's been a lot of discussion lately about whether it's time for us in Saskatchewan to look at ending all of the remaining COVID measures and restrictions that we have in place. I think it is time. That's what I am hearing. That's what our MLAs are hearing from most of their constituents. Now that's not because COVID has ended. It most certainly hasn't. It's because people understand it better. They understand what they need to do. They understand the risk and they are prepared to live with that risk more than they are prepared to live with the ongoing government intrusion into their lives. Remember when this first started so very long ago? Government measures were supposed to last, I think, two weeks. Well, it's been two years. Two years of some of the most challenging times for this province and Quite frankly, some of the most challenging times that this world has seen. But as we move through all of those challenges, we learn more about this virus. And we learn more about how we can protect ourselves. We learn to assess our risks and we learn to make the right choices for ourselves and our families. The tools we could use have also evolved over that period of time. Vaccines, antiviral treatments are now available. Testing options have become widely available. So that brings us to today. It's time for us to have an honest conversation about COVID and our path forward. What I'm about to say will sound radical to some and some quite frankly aren't going to like it. But eradicating COVID is not realistic and COVID zero is not achievable. But normalizing COVID or living with COVID most certainly is. I'm concerned that COVID being the constant topic of conversation and 
dictating our daily lives will have a negative long-term impact on each of us in this province. And calls for daily government intrusion into people's lives, skepticism regarding anything remotely positive that is related to COVID. This perpetual state of crisis is having a harmful impact on everyone. For example, I heard this recently. I did everything right and I still got COVID. Well, COVID is a virus. It's a highly transmissible virus that many people are contracting. In its current form, both vaccinated and unvaccinated people are getting it and they're getting it at virtually the same rate. So to be clear, if you get COVID, you did nothing wrong. It's just impossible for you or anyone to eliminate all of the risk. But here's the positive news. Because now in Saskatchewan, so many people are now vaccinated and because Omicron seems to be much less severe than previous strains, Yes, more people are getting Omicron, but they aren't getting as sick. We may continue to see COVID morph into different variants and forms in the coming months and years, but we need to end the perpetual state of crisis. Recently, we dropped the requirements for close contacts to self-isolate, and you've heard me now many times talk about ending the proof of vaccination system in our province. Other provinces and other countries are also having this very important conversation about how they are going to move forward living with COVID. In the coming days and weeks, the, the government of Saskatchewan will be taking a number of steps to manage COVID in the same way that we manage other communicable diseases and seasonal viruses that we deal with in our communities each and every year. Dr. Shahab and his team will continue to provide updates on any new emerging issues that may be related to COVID or other public health risks that are affecting our province. And our number one priority will be ensuring that healthcare services will be there and be available for anyone that may require them. So what does this all mean for us? It means COVID is not ending, but government restrictions on your rights and freedoms, those will be ending and ending very soon. So keep doing what you are doing. Go get vaccinated if you have not yet. While it may not prevent you from getting COVID, it will significantly protect you against getting sick. Use rapid tests from time to time. Stay home if you're not feeling well. Travel, go to work, have dinner with your friends, go to the movies, go to your kids' games, most importantly. You should do all of these things without constantly assessing if your every activity is absolutely necessary. What's necessary is your freedom. What's necessary is getting your life back to normal. And it's time. I want to thank all of you for the sacrifices that you've made over the past two years. I know the people of Saskatchewan are ready for these next steps. And you're going to be here hearing more details about these next steps in the days ahead. And so it will be coming in the coming days. Of course, we knew these were going to be lifted uh, on the plan by the end of February, but certainly with the Premier speaking last night, it certainly sounds uh, like it's going to happen uh, much sooner than that. The one little nugget that I took out of that four and a half minutes was this. And our number one priority will be ensuring that healthcare services will be there and be available for anyone that may require them. We shall see. It's 6.50. Good morning. You know, Don McLean referenced the day the music died in his song American Pie. And it was uh, this day, 63 years ago, that uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valance, and uh, the Big Bopper uh, died in that uh, plane crash in the uh, U.S. Midwest. A lot of great music from uh, Buddy Holly, but also Richie Valance. You know, I remember the movie La Bamba. That's a really good movie. Was it Lou Diamond Phillips maybe played him? Um, dig it out sometime if you want to uh, 
look back to those early days of rock and roll. 6.55, five minutes away from 7. Gerald's in with your news here in just a few minutes' time. Coming up after 7 o'clock, a little bit of a, a bittersweet day for me as I head towards my last day on the morning show tomorrow. Our dear friend David Phillips with Environment Canada. I get to have one more chat with David. Uh, man, and he is a guy that just keeps on going as well. You know, I'm calling it uh, quits as far as the morning show uh, for me here after 40 years. Uh, I'm going to be 67 later this month. But David's, man, he's, I think he's 10 years older than I am and still going strong. I'm looking forward to having a chat with him here coming up after uh, 7 o'clock. Anything on your mind this morning, you can reach us on the CKOM text line at one 332 8255